welcome to the Grafted Family Podcast, where we, Tom and Dawn, have conversations around marriage, family, wholeness, and everything in between. Grab your cup of coffee and come and join us. Welcome back to another episode of the Grafted Family. Tonight we're going to be talking about mental health. How you, love? I'm good, honey. How's your mental health? It's been better. It's been, it's been better. Are we going to do that thing again? How are you doing? I'm fine. <laughs> yes, I, I think it's a good time to talk about this, uh, especially as, as families being still somewhat in lockdown in mm. this crazy time. Crazy time. I think there are a lot of families that are struggling. Yeah, it's, 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 almost, it's almost like this time in lockdown or with things being on pause it's shown the gaps in our lives. Mm, um, definitely. They were there beforehand, and I think this has all just added a little bit of pressure, and perhaps now sort of things are coming to the surface a bit more. And, you know, just like we've spoken about marriages and that, I think it's all the pressure that's, that's now been added is just emphasizing things that were, were there before. And maybe that's good, maybe that can be bad for some, but I think definitely for now, we are in a place where they can't be ignored. Mm. Yeah, and I think when it comes to mental health, we, we try so hard to be balanced, to have a balanced life mm. in, in all areas. And this time has thrown that balance. Yeah. And there, there's a lot of things that we can't do that we usually do, can't get away from, have a break yeah. from our kids, let's put it that way. And sometimes that is a much-needed thing, or we can't get out and exercise as much as we want to. I think there's a lot of there are a lot of things that have tipped the balance. Yeah, I think there's a lot of moments of respite that we've been having in the past. People sort of sharing the burdens, whatever they might look like. Mm. But now, all of a sudden, for the last, I suppose, what's going on five months or so. You haven't had access to those things. Yeah. So while you didn't really realize, hey, I, I need somebody to carry this very normal load, now that you haven't been able to access that help, you haven't yeah. been able to touch base with a friend or haven't been able to go somewhere just for a day or haven't been able to just to have an afternoon or day to yourself, all of a sudden you're like, whoa, yeah. I'm realizing those little, those little breaks that we had were actually so important. Yeah. How vital all those things are to wholeness, yeah. well-being, family health. I think it's like there's that example of, of a table and your, your, your legs showing the different areas of your life and whether it table having four legs and I think there's some people who have, have spoken about you know, a healthy life needing several different factors and so this table might have more than four legs but you know, the, the general principle around when your legs are out of balance, you know, the, the table starts getting wonky and mm. you can't put anything on it because it slides off the side or, you know, it's, and I think that's just a general good example of, you know, what happens when things aren't, aren't in balance. And so I think we seldom have everything in balance, mm. but I think now we're starting to realize, hey, some of those table legs are a yeah. lot shorter. <laughs> How would you explain those table legs? So I think for me, um, I think definitely the physical element of well-being is important. So I think I think your physical health would be one of those those table legs. I think definitely your spiritual health, 
would be one of those table legs. And obviously, those are two table legs that have been hit. For, mm. for a long time, we weren't allowed to really enjoy the, the outside. And yes, they had all those people running around their garden like 400 <laughs> times. And you'd see the little Strava app and you'd see like just like a really thick ring of red <laughs> because they'd done their, their marathon in their garden. Um, but it isn't like it was before. Um, no. And then obviously the spiritual side of it, whilst we have YouTube and whilst we have Church Online and Facebook Live and all sorts of various apps and technology and podcasts and blogs and blog, you've you got so much content. But I think the spiritual side or the, the benefits of the local church, it's not so much the content. Mm. And I think... We've gotten so good at producing content. I mean, right now we're producing content. Yeah. But I think the reality is there is so much really good content out there. Yeah. What we miss is that unique time to connect mm, around connection. perhaps the, the content. Yeah. So I, th I think that spiritual aspect of it, going to a church and having people you know, physically lay hands on you or give you a hug or look mm. in your eyes and, you know, not in a toxically positive way. Yeah. But, but honestly, you know, make you feel like you, you matter or, you know, the, the world's a better place because you woke up this morning. Um, so I think that's spiritual side. And those are two areas that have been knocked. Um, I think for me, intellectual, studying, growing yourself, uh, equipping yourself in new spaces, that's been great in this yeah. lockdown because I think there's also been a lot of online content that has been given for you know, much cheaper, great yeah. discounts and obviously you know, online education, doesn't matter where you are, you can just get it. Um, and then I think, obviously, for me, the, the emotional side of things, which I think, you know, people might tag with social, or some people might think it's on its own, but definitely emotional, the stress, the, the worry, the, the, the anxiety, the uncertainty, you know, at the moment. And, and I think that's throwing everything out of proportion because yeah. you really don't know. It's mm. a lot of the time you don't know, and you kind of have to be okay with not knowing, you know. Yeah. And I think that is, I find that quite challenging. No, I, I agree with you. I think we thrive on certainty. Mm. I think that's one of the things that's been so difficult about this time is we live for routine. We live for the little things that are predictable in our mm. lives. Um, and I think though the, those predictable things help us feel safe. Yeah. And this last couple of months, routine, predictability, certainty has been just taken off the table. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like you said, I think a lot of people... Well, I think, you know, our brains are wired to, to find patterns and to, you know repetitions and consistency and constancy, you know, help us. Yeah. Our brains are wired to make sense of life. Yeah. And at the moment, you know, very little sometimes makes sense. And then what makes sense today might not make sense tomorrow. And we might get ourselves into a semi-routine now and then tomorrow something happens and it throws everything yeah. off. And so I think people are struggling with that because even though people's routines may, may have been unhealthy at times, at least they had them. Yes. Now all of a sudden you've got these things floating in the air and people are constantly trying to sort of nail them to the floor. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as they do, another one's sort of fl floating in the, in, in the air and mm. people are just, you know, just, just losing it at times, yeah. I think. Um, so that certainty, I think, has gone out the window.
So why should we be talking about mental health? I think it's it's so important for a healthy family. The idea that we're not just concerned about, you know, does little Timmy do enough sport and does he do his work and, you know, are we able to connect? And, mm. you know, I think for me the the idea of emotional health is, is often one of those things we can keep in the cupboard. Yeah. Um, one that we can we can keep to ourselves, although the effects of you know challenges with mental health will eventually affect a lot of areas in your life. But I think initially you can keep it to yourself, and before people know there are challenges, you've you've gone a, a way down the road. Mm. And I think it's and I think also one of the things is you can still function. With it, I, I believe you can still function in other areas of your life, and on on the one hand, you can function, so maybe you can dismiss it, but then on the yeah. other hand, there's this element of of perhaps discomfort and shame that comes with it, so you don't want to talk about it. And well, I can still function; I don't really need to, you know. Yeah. Um, and and so, I think it is. It's really uncomfortable to talk about, and I think. The uncomfortable conversations are often the ones we have to have. Yeah. And yeah, I think I think it's it's something we need to be talking about, need to be unpacking, need to be very open and honest about, and have it become something that, even though it's it's awkward and uncomfortable, by talking about it enough, it becomes normal and comfortable. Yeah. No, that's very true. Um, I was thinking. Of mental health this week and I think we can lump people on sort of either you have severe mental health issues yeah. or you're mentally healthy so yeah. you're either on it's an on or off switch yes it's an on or off switch yeah. and and just this week I was thinking we actually need to change the way we see mental health and almost see it as a spectrum. Yeah. And um, we talk about a lot of things on a spectrum, don't mm. we? A lot of a lot of disorders. Yeah. But when it comes to mental health, I think you can either be operating on the healthy side of the spectrum or you can be on the other side of the spectrum where we now get into mental disorders and, mm. and things like that. But there's anywhere in between on that spectrum where we can find ourselves. And yeah. I think as a family, we've just gone through that journey mm. of finding ourselves a little bit towards the dangerous end of that spectrum. Yeah. And I think we wanted to just talk a little bit about that tonight, just to kind of end this notion that to be on med medication mm. or to have someone say you're depressed is not this terrible diagnosis that you now have to live with, but like you were saying earlier, it's something that you can have and still be walking a normal, healthy yeah. road with it. Yeah. And I, and I think having it be on the spectrum is important because then you might find markers whilst you're still on the healthy side of things. Mm -hmm. And if it's on a spectrum, you can maybe catch it, for want of a better term. Absolutely. And actually go, hey, something's not right here. Let's put things in place Let's put some scaffolding up. Let's get some support. You know, let's mm. let's talk through. Let's let's see somebody that can you know, help me process this before it gets to a place where it it can become you know more problematic. Yeah. So so I started having 
anxiety or panic attacks towards the end of of last year and um it was weird it would just come on in you know random times you know during december and it might be a work thing or it might be a conversation or it might be a a physical you know thing that that happened i know the one time one of the kids fell off the patio yes and it's it's almost it just it just spikes you and it's almost like you're you're constantly on an edge and the littlest thing will then just push you over but you're not quite sure what that little thing will be mm. so then you get to a place where you actually start to feel uncomfortable being around people because you're not quite sure if yeah. something will happen when you're around different people you don't know what's going on and then might push you over the edge a bit and it becomes very uncomfortable you yeah. know and the idea of walking into a room and worrying if somebody's going to say something that sort of makes you start even just something as simple as a hand on the shoulder how are you yeah <laughs> i think we did yeah. you did get to that point where even just someone genuinely asking you how are yeah. you you or were a phone call somebody would yeah. make, you know you'd, you'd get a phone call and somebody would ask and it would just be it would just be the the biggest almost like gust of wind that would just blow you over and it would be awkward and and like i was saying to you it is uncomfortable Mm. I don't I don't like speaking about this. Yeah. Um I don't I don't like that I don't like speaking about it. I don't like yeah. that it makes me feel but inside yeah. especially seeing as part of my week has to do with <laughs> helping people not feel this way. And that's what this whole spectrum thing is and and I think that's the challenge. You sit there going, "Well, does this discredit me from being valuable to people? Does this discredit me mm. from being able to help people?" on their journey or, or help them to see certain things. And I, I think one of the things is it it's absolutely doesn't. I think what yeah. your, your various things in life do, the challenges you go through, they almost equip you, give yeah. you a license to actually speak into other people's areas mm. because you, you, you understand them better for yourself. You yeah. know, I don't think we ever fully understand what other people, their subjective minds think about things, but we can have a better grasp. You know, when, yeah. when you start to, you know, listen to people and they're talking about, you know, being incapacitated with anxiety when they start talking about, you know, suicidal ideation and mm. and um, just not wanting to get out of bed in the morning or in the middle of the afternoon wanting to crawl into bed or mm. just wanting to press fast forward till tomorrow. And I was definitely one of those people that was like, at times, seriously, you know, put on your big boy pants. <laughs> Pull yourself towards yourself and keep <laughs> soldiering through. And I think that was part of the, the problem. And obviously through through the anxiety and, you know, going through a journey of of um, having a diagnosis of, of depression and then somebody prescribing medication, yeah. you know, and I remember coming to the, the front door. And, I think that was also one of the triggers. It was. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. in tears. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to take meds because now this is just... This is that's the rubber stamp. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's on meds. Oh, <laughs> you know, and it's like and I've been one of those people that says, you know, it's you know fine, but you know, you need to start fixing the stuff yeah, that causes it's fine you to. Fine for you. Yeah, it, you need to start fixing the stuff that causes you to be on meds, not just be on meds, because then you're gonna get to a point where oh, that dosage isn't isn't high enough. Let's mm. increase it, and yeah. and and so on and so forth. So it has been, you know, a journey in that perhaps I've understood people that. I haven't before, yeah. um, and had more, and found myself in a place where I have more grace and more mm -hmm. understanding. 
but it's been weird. It's been odd. Um, you know, that's the sense of feeling numb. Yeah. You know, and now obviously going into COVID and lockdown and having all this other stuff, but at the same time you sit there feeling a bit numb. Yeah. You know, like this would I'd, be the medication side yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah, I'd really love to cry, but I can't. So I'll just stare. <laughs> um, but at the same time, going through the beginning of this year and, you know, therapies and, and, and that's and talking through some stuff and unpacking stuff. Um, also as a guy, I think I think there's nothing wrong with going to see a psychologist or a counselor or some sort of, of therapist just to unpack certain things. And we will, I think we'll have a, another episode you know, in the future just about men specifically in mental health yeah. and sort of unpacking that. But that whole process, and it's the idea that by sitting with somebody who says exactly what you are thinking, mm. it gives you permission to feel. Yeah. Even though you know you're allowed to, but the fact that somebody else, somebody else yeah. has said, hey, you can feel that, you go, oh, I can feel it now. There is something very powerful in the words, it's okay. Yeah. 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 And, and one, of the, one of the sentences that I've used a lot, obviously now coming through lockdown and, and speaking with a, a number of people in a counseling capacity, just that sentence of, I'm sorry, that must be so hard. Yeah. Um, it, it speaks volumes to people and it just, yeah. it just almost sits them down and says, hey, I see you, I hear you, you matter. Yeah. And I think that does the world of good for some people. Yeah. Um, and coming into this period of time, sort of in a position of I need to be grappling and dealing with some stuff, obviously having a, a little bit of meds on the side to sort of bolster <laughs> you, I think it has helped us going into lockdown. Definitely. Um, you know, and also with our kids and bringing them on this journey and, you know, watching movies like... Iron Man 3, where, you know, Tony Stark <laughs> falls apart because the Iron Man, you know, <laughs> inside of him is wigging out. And yes, he let it be known that Tony Stark had panic attacks. He did? He did. So I am essentially Iron Man without the suit. Um, <laughs> but it was great. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny, but you can pull... The kids watched yeah. Iron Man watching Tony Stark wig out in the snow, you know, putting snow on his face. And I could relate it, you know, taking this real-life situation you know this time it was in the screen the time before it was me in the bathroom on the floor and, the, and you know one of our kids came in and i think that was the the breaking you know the, mm. the straw that broke the camel's back but it's it's become a family thing where this is not a topic where we can't talk about yeah and i yeah. think we need to demystify we need to take away the stigma because mm. people don't want to talk about stuff like this because no, no, no there is no spectrum if you're on that side you're yeah. in trouble and I don't know how to relate to you. And that's problematic because I think the majority of people are not mentally well. No. No. Completely. No. And I think that's a yeah. problem. And we need to we need to give people permission to have this conversation mm. without it being something weird and something that leads to judgment and something that leads to you being discredited and now no longer able to be of value to anyone. Yeah. It's good, love. So that's what I think. Yeah, I like what you think. <laughs> and I, yeah, I think just on that mental health spectrum, I think it's just always good to be assessing where we are. Yeah. To be asking ourselves, where do I find myself? And even for me during this time, I definitely haven't found myself on the joyful side of yeah. the spectrum. There have been a lot of tears. There's been a lot of sadness. There's been a lot of 
loss um just feeling even just a loss of the last few months and mm. uh, you know and i haven't found myself feeling overly joyful happy you know all of those things and i think we assess life by how happy we are yeah and that's uh, it's just not true it's no. not a true assessment of life and i think that we have to be able to embrace the good moments and the bad moments yeah. at the same time. Yeah, hold we them have in to, tension. Exactly, yeah. hold the joy and the sadness in tension. Sometimes joy and sadness happen together. Yeah, it's weird. Like we have to have them separately, but you could be having a really tough moment, but at the same time, there comes good in it, you know, and or yeah. something else at the same time comes. Or there's some areas in your life that are going really well yeah. and another area that isn't. Yeah. And that's that's all okay. It's okay. To just navigate this time with a bit of sensitivity for ourselves, yeah. a bit of compassion for ourselves. Um, there's a lot of things that are holding us to to strict performance at the moment. And the reality is we can't. Yeah. We can't perform like we would maybe want to. You know, the calls to you know, end the academic year or scrap the academic year or businesses closing or, you know, just not achieving what you wanted in 2020 because mm -hmm. 2019 was the year from hell and 2020 <laughs> was the rebirth, the phoenix this was coming. the redemption, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and I think many of us are, are sitting there going, what has just happened? You know, mm. and and it's okay to ask that question, and it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not have all the answers. Yeah, it's okay to be a bit weak. Yeah, that's good. I think just in in ending, I think for this week, it's a good idea to sit down with yourself, with your family, your marriage. And just do a little bit of an assessment, like we spoke about. Where do you find yourself on yeah. on the spectrum? And to just end the stigma of it's not okay to be on the sad side of the spectrum. Yeah. And everything has to be happy all the time. Yeah. And, you know, just, just to sit with that. Practice um, some vulnerability. Yes. Be honest with you, your spouse, your kids. Give them the space to, to say how they're doing mm. um, without any stigma being attached to it. And yeah, this week, just spend some time doing that. Just doing a, a bit of a, a self-check. Self-check. That's it. And we will chat to you next time. Just for now. <laughs>